Welcome to Clarkston Family Farm. This is the first episode in a series about the farm, a unique educational place committed to inspiring the next generation about the value of nature and healthy food while creating a positive community gathering space. The visionary and driving force behind the creation of the farm, Executive Director Chelsea O'Brien, will be our host for this series of podcasts. On this episode, Chelsea will be talking with two of the people that have been with her on the project since the very beginning, Nancy Berg and Dennis Ickebone. Let's listen to Our Story, the Creation of an Educational Farm. Chelsea? Hey there, Chelsea O'Brien at the Clarkston Family Farm. How fun that we get to have a conversation about our story. So often I get asked by folks that have heard a little bit about the Clarkston Family Farm and they will ask me, uh, so what are you? So I'm here with uh, naturalist Nancy, who also is my mother, and Dennis Ickebone, my stepfather, who is a board member. And we're going to um, help answer that question. How do we get started? What is this Clarkston Family Farm all about? Um, Mom, do you want to start and talk a little bit about? Well, um, so yes, my name is Naturalist Nancy. That's my title, I guess I could say. <laughs> that's um, what the kids call that's you. That's what the kids call me. I, um, I personally was very excited about my daughter Chelsea's um, experience and idea and her mission to bring children and nature together. I mean, that was one of the things I was really excited about. So when she approached me with this plan that she had, but also wanted to get some feedback because Mm -hmm. I've been an educator for close to 30 years. And um, so I felt very honored Mm -hmm. that she invited me into the circle I was just very encouraged by what she was doing, and uh, we need that kind of contact, that children need the contact with nature. Um, So I was really willing, very willing to support everything that you did, Chelsea. In a nutshell, and um, I'd like to bring uh, Dennis into this conversation too, because we talked about, you know, early on this was just an idea. Well, what was it an idea about? The question um, as a parent and as an educator and um, growing up on a farm is how do we get kids outside more? I think we all appreciate that kids need to spend more time in a natural setting. We know the research. I know, Mom, you've done a lot with um, your work in education. And Dennis is a dentist, so he cares about uh, healthy food and the choices that kids are making. And we know that healthy kids spend time in a natural setting. We know that happy kids spend time outside. And we also know that kids that are spending time in nature uh, tend to do better academically. Mm -hmm. So we have this happy kids, healthy kids, smart kids are spending more time in a natural setting. However, we have less natural setting available. Mm -hmm. We also are more and more disconnected with where our food comes from. So um, yeah, I don't know, five years ago, this idea started percolating. I reached out to, you know, the people that I knew would be as passionate about this as I was. And it starts with our family, right? It's the Clarkston family farm. And a lot of uh, my personal family has um, uh, really embraced, you know, this idea. 
and um, of course, it's also our community is is our family. Um, Dennis, why don't you share just a little bit about you know beyond the fact that you're my stepdad and you've been hearing about this idea for uh, probably five years now. Um, what inspired you to become a board member and to uh, help us even early on? You gave us financial support, of course, when we were just launching this as an idea. But you've also had many long conversations with me about the idea of you know, systems and how can we make this vision actually come to fruition. Well, the entire vision that you had, the vision that you started to articulate, just filled me with excitement. And potential, just ex the potential of what you could do and how you were going to do it and bring these children experiences where they learned about and would come to respect the world around them and how they can be involved in it. Just filled me with enthusiasm for what you were doing. I was so happy that I could be of any assistance or help you in any way reach your goal. We knew it was going to be tough. Yeah. We knew that there were going to be many, many challenges. Yep, yep. But all I can say is that I think you've met them, surmounted them, and now have a lot to be proud of. And I just have to interject because when you were feeling this way and pointing out all the challenges and the hurdles that Chelsea was, have, you know, oh, would yeah, be. Sure. Uh, evident in the future as a mother <laughs> i remember over overhearing the conversations you were having with her and feeling like i'm this nurturing person and this is an idea that needs to be nurtured yeah. and developed and please don't point out all the hurdles <laughs> <right> now <laughs> but chelsea being the realist that she is and she's a businesswoman you know she had um, training as, uh, I mean, she's got her formal schooling um, in the health, the world of health is, is a car, yes, yeah. but then as her, uh, and she, but she was also a salesman, so she, uh, she, had, she knew about the health benefits. She has been in the world of business, so I understood that she was listening to you with her business um, hat on, but as her mother, I was like, don't squelch the light because she's got this vision that as an educator, Chelsea, I was just like Dennis. He was as thrilled as I was about the direction you were yeah. going to be taking not only children, but the family and the community. And the community. So I think this is a good time. You've, you you've now have a little sense of who Dennis is and, <laughs> and who naturalist Nancy is and, and kind of the symbiosis that happened, you know, about five years ago. And, of course, there are many other people that are not here at this table recording this yes. podcast. Um, this was not a new idea, and it wasn't an idea that was, um, uh, you know, in a vacuum. When I started talking with other educators, administrators, naturalists, my beekeeper friends. This was something that, you know, almost, you know, to a person in the room, people got excited about. And I, I felt like, you know, we're really on to something. 
you guys are both being very um, gracious and mm -hmm. giving me a lot of credit personally. But I, I always want to just jump in and say, this is not the, the Chelsea family farm. This is the Clarkston family farm. And this idea of community, this grassroots community effort that has created this educational farm has been um, really humbling, actually, to see how many people have been willing to give so much of themselves and have been equally passionate passionate as I have been about our mission. And I think this would be a good time to just say that because we talk a little bit about getting kids outside and teaching them about mm -hmm. where their food mm -hmm. comes from. But our mission is to educate and inspire the next generation about healthy food, the value of nature, sustainability. And we do this all within the context of positive community gathering. And we um, talk about the farm is a relatively new entity, and it is. We incorporated our nonprofit in January of 2017, so we're not even quite two years old. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It, what we've been able to accomplish in two mm -hmm. years yes. has been amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but we're at a point now where people are hearing about this new farm and what is it. And I think I know what an educational farm is, but, but what exactly do you do? Right. And I just want to say, too, as an educator, the, the, you're right, Chelsea. There have been outdoor education programs, sure. environmental education programs that have been traditionally uh, placed within a traditional setting. You, in fact, when you were in seventh grade, I believe it was, were really turned on about oh, the yeah. whole idea of outdoor education yeah, it was a because science of your class. amazing outdoor education teacher yeah. in middle school. But the thing that makes... Mr. Larson, by the yes, way. Yes, A little Mr. shout Larson. out to Mr. Larson. Yeah. I hope he's still around. <laughs> he was Dennis and I got so excited about it. And what was unique about the Clarkson Family Farm, from my perspective, is that you know your mission is growing hearts and minds, but and you pointed this out, but you're also growing hearts and minds and the well-being, because what I've seen in the last two years has just been incredible, um, because you're really the farm is holding a space and allowing people to grow. Um, I just I'm I'm working on a grant right now for the farm, and one of the things I I wrote in my grant was that. This farm speaks to the whole person, to the whole child, because it helps them grow physically healthy, emotionally, and I would even include maybe spiritually healthy. Mm. When I see families coming out here, mm. walking the property, you know, with their children and grandparents and the diversity of the people that are coming, the ages yeah. and backgrounds. It's just amazing. It's just a real coming together. Thank and, you and, for saying that. Yes. I, I love this idea of coming together. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm so proud of the Clarkston community. Yes. I think it's been um, a, a wonderful, can I say, like ripe <laughs> uh, place to have created a space like this. Um, and you're, you're right about 
about the spiritual component as well. We actually have been very fortunate to be supported by a lot of our local faith communities. Yes. And we just had um, Impact Day, yes. which um, we do every spring and fall. And it's this idea of take the church outside the building. And it um, is across denominations. Mm -hmm. And we also have been in looking now that we've been around for two years, looking towards the future and where to go and where to grow. And one of the things that um, Dennis was actually talking about, you know, just earlier this morning was this idea of strategic plan and how to create some systems around that so we can grow mm -hmm. and serve all ages and all abilities. Mm -hmm. And our mission still, at the heart of everything we do, is answering the question, what's best for kids? It's mm -hmm. how we start our meetings. It's mm -hmm. how we um, you know, go back to our strategic plan. Are we, are we doing what's best for kids? And it is that next generation that we work most with. And in doing that, it is families. It's families. And, and we're seeing multi-generational components. So much of... Um, what is appealing, I think, about doing nature-based education in an agricultural setting is it harkens back to when people were closer to the earth, right? It was I mean, a family farm. It was a family yeah, farm. It was in a fact, family farm. In fact, I just think is our, with, because this is our first podcast yes. and we're talking about our story, we, we really should um, mention uh, the fact that the Clarkson family farm used to be the Bayless family farm. Yeah. And the Bayless family, um, if you're listening and you're in Clarkson, you might know some of them. There were nine children, and they had a beautiful farmhouse here on this property. We're at the corner of M15 and Hubbard, mm -hmm. 6800 Hubbard right. Road. Come on by and see us. Um, but it all used to be a horse farm. Mm -hmm. And uh, the school district, the Clarkston Community School District, purchased this property back in the 90s, and they built an uh, elementary school on about 20 of the 27, 28 acres. Right. But this corner had this old horse barn. It's a pond. Of course, it was a horse farm, so the soil is amazing, right? Yeah, yes, they composted horse manure. It's a good stuff. Um, it wasn't used as an educational facility. Mm -hmm. It was used for storage because that's what the school district needed for roughly 20-something years. You and I and Dennis, about four years ago, because my kids had gone to Independence mm -hmm. Elementary School, yeah. which is right past the farm, would drive past this place. And, and you know, it just had this <sighs> sense of waiting Mm -hmm. You know, it was just waiting, I think, to be brought to life again. Not that, and, and you know, I have to say, yeah. when we when I, we met, Mar you know, Dennis, you and I met uh, Maria Bayless. Oh yeah. And when she she was so impressed with how the farm that those were the words that she used that it was coming alive again. She just loved what was happening here, the energy here. So in just sharing again with our first podcast, this arc of how we created the Clarkson mm -hmm. Family Farm, um, it, the space used to be a horse farm. And um, it is zoned educational, which is wonderful. Um, I was fortunate enough to have an amazing family, as evidenced by our conversation here today, and an amazing community that um, embraced this idea 
of having a space for kids to learn and grow outside, to be able to add relevance to the rigor in the classroom. Having worked in education for many years, like yourself, and um, you know, Dennis in the healthcare business for many years, I won't say how long you've been a dentist, maybe you want to chime in on that, yeah. but um, we all recognize that kids just need more opportunities to be outside. And in working with teachers, again and again, I would see these big ideas. They want to create more opportunities for kids to learn and grow and explore their thinking, their science and their social mm -hmm. studies and their language and arts in a natural morning, setting. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have the classroom set of trowels or a greenhouse or right. somebody helping to and hold And Dennis, that this morning at our board meeting, your big rock, she started, Chelsea always starts every meeting with the big rock. And what was your big rock? Again? New Horizons. And could you talk about that a little bit, where well, you see my, this going? Well, in my early retirement, I'm blessed to be able to help Chelsea and hopefully develop new types of curricula and new experiences so that we can offer more to the community and uh, possibly may have some types of formal and possibly informal relationships with the educational centers around us, including and, and, and higher, and higher education. education as well, which I'm lo really looking forward to. That's great. That's great. So, so yeah, because those, then it'll be a trickle-down effect too because you'll have people uh, outside the community of Clarkston feeling like they're part of this family. Right. And if you haven't come out to the farm, <laughs> I'm going to pitch a little bit. It's just amazing. People will come and say, you know, what, what's going on here? And um, when Chelsea refers to growing up on a farm, I just want to give you a little side note. We always chuckle because the farm that she grew up on was over 250 acres <laughs> up near Traverse City. So a lot bigger than the seven-acre farm that we have here. Apple orchards, pears, you know, every every known fruit in, up in that Traverse City, Leelanau Bay area. It's perfect for that. But Chelsea, I have to tell you, size doesn't amount to what you have here. You have seven acres, but it is vibrating with energy here. I, yeah, oh, I'm so glad you shared that. When, when we've been working together as a team, and by the way, we have 11 um, board members, mm -hmm. we have hundreds upon hundreds of people throughout the two years that we've been in existence that have helped to build this space. Scouts, I mentioned faith-based organizations, yes. our Optimist Club, the Clarkston Farm and Garden Club, Rotary Club. I, you know, it just goes on and on. MSU Extension Program has helped us. Um, Other school districts too as oh, well? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, I know it's so cliche, grassroots community effort, but this really, truly has been something that our community said, yes, thank you for, for championing this project. We're in. What can we do to help? Mm -hmm. um, what I am really um, excited about is where it goes from here. These first two years, we have just poured our <laughs> hearts and souals and you know every you know it's just a herculean amount of effort to it create was, a farm it is, where, yeah. where yes we had some structures mm -hmm. but there really there was nothing else but an idea right but it was such a powerful idea and our mission I think has such value that people were willing to just put a herculean amount of effort into creating something that didn't exist but before. because you know and I said this earlier when we were talking about 
your ability to empower people. And we were well, talking about the difference between delegating and empowerment. And other people delegate, but you trust people to have the farm's best interest at heart. Sure. And you empower them to co-create with you. And I think that's, that's an unusual quality. And, well, if um, you get on our website, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a plug in too, www.clarkstonfamilyfarm.com, you can learn more about lots of different ways to get involved. If you've got family, you know, with young kids and all you think you can give is a couple hours a month, come out and take care of our, our bunnies or our chickens or help water our hoop house. There are also folks in the community that really are inspired by our mission and would like to contribute in a way that creates legacy. Mm -hmm. And we have opportunities for that. And we would invite you to um, be thinking about, you know, space creation. Um, we have in the last two years created uh, eight new spaces um, and those each have had a group of individuals either it be a family or an organization that have helped to embrace say our hopeful hoop house was an optimist club grant or the heritage garden was the shires family our ruth's rain garden was mm -hmm. you know the bruicks that have you know helped to inspire us um, Dennis, do you have anything no, you want to say? I was wondering if now would be a good time for you to give uh, the people listening uh, a brief summary of the, some of the programs that you do offer now. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, so so um, I, I hope that we've been able to share a little bit more about what our farm is really about, what is at the heart of what we do. It's about kids getting them outside, teaching them about where their food comes from. And we've created some spaces and some programs to help accomplish that mission. Next time you hear from us, we'll be talking more about our workshops and our classes and our clubs that we have um, in the winter months. And that's mm -hmm. something that people are usually a little surprised by. Hey, you're in Michigan and your farm has programming in the winter. Sure. Absolutely, yeah. we do. So we'll have some of our teaching team come um, with us next uh, time we meet. And I hope you tune in and that you've been inspired to learn more and be a part of our story. Thank you, Dennis, for, for being here today. Thank you, naturalist Nancy. And we're going to sign off with something that we always do when oh, kids yes. come to the farm. One, One two, two, three, three. dig it! <laughs>